I don't remember this game being hard to control. Yeah. It was but I didn't hard. even think it was a latency, right? I, I was like, because I've played other games on here, and, and mm-hmm. I never feel latency. But, like, you know, you have that you have that thing in the back of your head. What? <laughs> Stupid. It was dumb. Okay. Professor Latency. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that popped in my head. It sounds so stupid. I know it sounded stupid, but I thought it anyway. Um, you know how there's lace. <laughs> Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Esparza. And... Wide Awake Joe Ramirez. Whoa. What? Why are you wide awake to this week, Joe? Because it's only 8.55 and... <clears throat> you still got 30 minutes to bedtime? Probably. <laughs> and I'm uh, amped after my jujitsu class, so I'm, I'm good to go right now. All right. Awesome. Welcome back this week, Joe. You were absent last week's episode. I was. I was. I was absent. Yeah. I was absentee. Why were you absentee? Because, um, do you guys, I'm not, wait, did we want to record on Sunday and then I couldn't, or was it always Friday? Well, we were trying to figure out A when day, we were going right? to record. You waited till, you didn't listen to last week's episode, that right? The no. one that you weren't on? No. Okay, good. Um, <clears throat> did you make fun of me? No. No. no not at all. No. <laughs> we wouldn't do that. We have nothing but respect for you, Joe. While you guys were p- recording that episode, I was hobnobbing with the likes of Macaulay Culkin on the floor with floor seats to a WWE pay-per-view and uh, sit on a chair that I got to take home. So, you know, fuck it. Where's the chair? It's at work right now. Why is it at work? You didn't take it home then. Well, I mean, it's, it's not my second home. Wait, you get to hang out with Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, we had floor seats just like us. In fact, I, th- I would say that our floor seats were better than his, so <laughs> I had better seats than Macaulay Culkin. Booyah. He looks good now. He still looks very gaunt. But he looks better than... But he doesn't look like he's dirty and just like all dis- disheveled and shit. Yeah, he's, he's looking good. He's like, it was really, really cool. Like I was like, oh shit, there he is. And then, of course, it was ruined by... Uh, all the other WDB fans who decided to go, uh, who uh, decided to try to get his attention, you know, the most common way possible. Like, oh, no. Kevin McAllister! Uh, Kevin! Kevin McAllister! And what did he do? I ignored them like I would. I was, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, that'll fucking work. Go ahead and uh, call him his Home Alone! Yeah, call him Home Alone. Yeah. He's going to respond to that. So mm-hmm. that was fun watching him just deal with that. It was stupid. Those yeah. people are stupid. My cousin was there. My cousin Ricky's. Yeah, it was him. He was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I saw you tell me that, but you know, I, I sent d- I sent Joe a picture of my cousin. I said, "Find this guy." Oh yeah, yeah. and touch him. Uh, you know, it's very difficult to find anybody um, when you're when you have floor seats. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I'm not saying like I'm not saying he had like bad seats, but I mean, even if he was like. Two rows up on the road so far away, like it'd be impossible look, for me to see. You look, you're like, look at those fucking peasants. <laughs> you wanted to know something 100 percent honest? <laughs> I actually said those words. <laughs> uh, I didn't pay for the tickets either, and I was acting like I was like, oh god, 
Like I walked up. Poor pieces of shit. I, I walked down and like I, I walked down and they checked the ticket and then I left and I came back down and the lady was like, oh, you know what? I was like, oh, I was already here. She's like, I still need to see the ticket again, sir. You know, a lot of people want these seats. And you know, I was like, you're right. They do want those seats. Good job. Because <laughs> you're, you're doing a fantastic job. And I kept walking by. I was like, Joe Tipser. Keep the riff raff away from us floor uh, from us floor people. The rapper riff raff. Like, keep yeah, keep him. He's <laughs> keep him he, away. He looks like he smells or something. Oh, yeah. like that. Like, just <laughs> dirty. Um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, he looks like Macaulay Culkin looks. He looks like he smells like Macaulay Culkin look like. Or I can't. Smell, I can't. Yeah, say that. Weird. Well, he he probably he smells like Macaulay Culkin like looks. What Macaulay Culkin smelled like when he looked like riff raff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it was a really cool, uh, it was really cool. A lot of people there. Um, uh, Los Angeles loves the Miz. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. They love them some Miz. Well, he's a star. He's a Hollywood star. It's true. Quiet on the set. I need quiet on the set. But, um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and that is pretty much the reason why we had a hard time scheduling a, the podcast. Mm-hmm. We're actually... Having a difficult time this week because of me again. Staying together. Yeah. I was telling, I was telling, I told a story about how the leaders of the new school uh, broke up. Remember how they broke up? (laughs) They broke up on, on your MTV raps. They were recording it. Oh. Yeah. I think I have heard this. I I remember the story, but I don't know. They're kind of in the background arguing and stuff. And then they ended up breaking up that day. Damn. Did they use the footage on air? They were just like, I think they did. I don't know. I remember just like a recap of what, like what was going on. They were just like, yo. <laughs> we got no more Let's raps, <laughs> yo. But um, yeah. This uh, this uh, you guys wanted to record on Saturday, and I'm going to be at Universal Studios. You didn't even invite us. You guys never go. I'm, I'm you guys off for Saturday years. night, Joe. You've been off on nights when we're going. You've never ended up going either. I don't have money that time. Do you have money this time? I do actually. You can still go. Actually, yeah, you can still go. Why don't you join us? No, I'm good. I'm going to be playing the SNES. You didn't invite me, so it's too late. Wait, you're going to be what? <laughs> I already made plans to play my SNES Classic that I don't even have yet. Oh, huh, that's fine. I mean, really, it's just, they're old games. You, could get, you can play them anytime. I can't. I don't want to have to look for an emulator. So, yeah, but hey, we're here. We're recording. So, let's get this show on the road. So, Beto. Uh, what's up, boo? Where you going, Phil? To my pad for for real for nah for going dog. to the store for what's up for real going to the store that's fucked up for real for for real for yeah for for real for yeah for damn for that's fucked up that's fucked up it's not cool don't never lie to friends um didn't play much I started playing um. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I've played the first hour of it. It's it's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> like the, yeah. the Rabbids, like I didn't really care for the Rabbids back back when they were they first came out. I thought they were dumb, like kind of annoying. But I don't know if it was, I don't know. I just never really paid attention to them. But playing this, they're like there's they're really charming. No, yeah, they're actually in something that you you can tolerate them. Yeah. So I've, I've been I've been playing that. I barely playing anything really I'm, I'm getting the hang of it but so far it's been entertaining like i've never played this kind of game before what kind of game is it really i don't know it's a turn-based rts right real-time strategy kind of, of in, uh, 
was it, there's X another game Kami, Kami. yeah like kind of interests me in playing like XCOM to see how that is but mm-hmm. but I mean this is I don't know this is like really I guess so good our XCOM is much much more difficult oh yeah I'm pretty sure that, I was gonna say like, it seems really, more, really tough, a lot yeah. more like of a watered down version of that mm-hmm. but I mean yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it the, the um, I think I'm barely in the first I don't know first couple first of part yeah yeah I got to the was it Peach the Peach's castle? Castle. Mm-hmm. I got there, but I haven't even like got any weapon. I got one weapon, but I haven't really done any upgrades or any sort of uh, setups or like strategy. I, like I still have this Luigi and uh, Peach. Oh, you just got Luigi? No, I've well, I had, that's I started off with them. So. Oh, the rabbits ones. Yeah, the rabbits. Okay, the rabbits version. Oh, so you actually get to the other ones? Oh, freaking spoiler shit. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got that far in it, so. Uh, I want to keep playing it because it's it, it, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, that's all I've been playing. I haven't played anything else. I really wanted to play more Yakuza, but I, I just didn't make time for it. Mm-hmm. What about you, Joe? What's up, fool? That was really short. What's up? Uh, um, uh, over the last couple of weeks, I have been playing more Destiny. <laughs> How's and, the Destiny report? Uh, I like it, man. I just It's a lot better than... Um, than the first one less grinding more like i feel like it's less grinding and more more variety of uh like at least in the beginning of stuff to do um i think i'm like a level i think i've almost hit the level cap but the power my gear is still like i'm still a lot a long ways off from getting my gear up to like the like max level i guess or max power but it's been a lot of fun i think i'm towards the end of the campaign now and I've been doing campaign, um, a bunch of the side like adventures. Um, I think I've opened up patrols like from the first game because like a lot of stuff you don't open up until like really like far into the campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's just fun, man. Like you know, like the uh, public events, doing a lot of that stuff. Um, I haven't I haven't tried the actual like player versus player multiple like the player versus player, but I mean. I'm gonna end up. I mean, eventually, I'm gonna get into that too. Um, I've un- I've unlocked some strikes, but I haven't started any of them, and I haven't done the raid yet. But uh, I would say, like like last week, I didn't play so much this week, but the week before, when I was out, I, I definitely got in a, a good amount of time um, with the game, and yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, man. I I really like it. I I can't really fault it. I mean, I'm sure, like I like we've talked about before. Once I hit the end game stuff, that's maybe like where the where content kind of starts to dry up a little bit i probably have some issues but as far as just playing through the game i you know it's it's a much better experience it feels almost like like how destiny was feels more like of a like a tech demo or of an idea concept yeah uh proof of concept and then like destiny 2 is like okay here it is um finalized kind of like titanfall you know what i mean like yeah, titanfall yeah, yeah. one was here's a proof of concept you got multiple in timefall 2 which is like oh you know it's like the full like the real deal that's kind of what destiny 2 feels like it's more it's a lot more like fleshed out and with a lot more like emphasis on the story and a lot of other stuff so i played that um but it's still keeping you like entertained oh yeah 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 much way more than the other one mm-hmm. much more variety uh to me as far as like levels like the stuff you do and you know even just in general and like the, the, the gameplay was always solid you know like the combat mm-hmm. and stuff like that was always solid but it just feel like you know story-wise i feel more and more invested in the characters and 
and I care more to do the stuff, you know, whereas in the other game, you just it was just grinding and grinding to get yeah. your gear. Where here, I'm doing it, but I also kind of care. Like, it, it gives me a reason to continue to play. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, as, as much as the first one, you know, for all the complaints out of the first one, it still sucked me in. This is doing the same thing. It's it's keeping me uh, interested in the game, but also way more fun and just like I have a lot less to really complain. Because you know how like we all kind of agree like the first Destiny was so like kind of like it was easy to love it and hate it at the same time. Yeah, it's a lot easier to love this one and and not so much, you know, have as much bad stuff to say about it. Mm -hmm. Yet again, who knows how the content, how it's going to be, how they're going to like give more things like my thought was like hopefully down the line they just open up more adventures like that's something that could easily be done and added to the game like depending on patches and stuff like that so that you're it's not full on new like i was thinking it's not new areas and not new like a campaign but like just extra side quests that you could probably add yeah um i don't know if that'll happen or not but i was thinking that was like one one way of keeping it kind of fresh and continually like adding stuff but um yeah i got nothing nothing really bad to say about it right now lots of fun i enjoy it a lot uh that's pretty, that's pretty cool. much it yeah uh for i want to tell you guys uh -huh. i um remember how i tell you about the story about how i had a nes classic in my cart and i put it there just because in my amazon cart because i was like oh, i could have this if i want to but i just canceled it and i was like nah i don't want it uh -huh. i just want to let you guys i also did that with the xbox one i was just like look at this xbox one this x the Xbox One X. I can put this in my cart, but I really don't want this. So I think that's more like it. Yeah. yeah like You're talking about something that <laughs> is probably going to be available. Unlike no. the other thing. It's <laughs> going to sell like crazy, guys. Okay. Everyone wants more power. Have you seen Forza 7? Yeah. It looks beautiful. Like, do you just... Like Forza 6. Is that more of the thing for you now? Is just like, oh, I have it in my cart. But I don't need it because yeah. I'm better than everyone else. Yeah, like it's gonna be my new thing where I'm gonna start like. <laughs> but I mean, not not counting so much the Xbox One it. X, but like harder to get things. Like, look, I have it here. I could get this and sell it to someone and make their day. But I'm I don't fucking want it. Joe reserved delete it. Delete. Joe reserved the iPhone 10, and he's like, mm. you know what? I don't want this. No, I don't want. Hey, this. you know what? This was really too easy for me to get. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Remove. Exactly. Yeah. Um. No, I just got a kick. I was like, I was uh looking at some like other videos of like some of the games that like like Eurogamer Eurogamer did a thing about how X, the Xbox One X has got their version of the Tomb Raider game the one that uh, what is it the Rise of the Tomb Raider mm -hmm. and I was like just looking at it I was like yeah you know this is definitely like definitive or whatever version of this game and I was thinking to myself it's a fucking three year old game already I mean we're talking about games that it's just yeah I've, I've been seeing a lot of the reports even from um, Digital Foundry They've been doing, oh, Killer Instinct, how it looks like running on the Xbox One X. Um, Tomb Raider, like you said, like all these games. I'm like, you know what? It is cool that these older games that you have are going to be improved. Mm -hmm. But it's like you have new hardware and there's nothing and new on it. It's, you it's, just said weird. that. You said these old games, unfortunately. Yeah. And I mean, like, Killer Instinct seems cool because I'm like, oh, well, you're the first really, like, native 4K a fighting game. That sounds, mm -hmm. that's pretty dope. And and, and I was like, yeah, this, this is really cool. But again, it's like, it's a game that's already been out. It's readily available. You don't need the console to play it. You know, it's it's kind of a bummer. Like, really the only thing they have to show off. Like, when you keep looking at videos, it's, it's basically Forza 7. Which is always 
like the fucking standard whenever a console releases it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah forza let's show forza off it looks great it's like yeah but it it's supposed to look great it's a fucking race better game. look great yeah you know what i mean like it really yeah. should so it's just kind of it just i don't know man i i i'm really interested to see whether or not this it sells i know we all kind of agree it's not going to be a difficult thing to find and to, to get <clears throat> but i'm just interested to see like it's gonna the pre-orders are like selling out quick but i feel like well, there's gonna be a bunch in stores I, okay here's the thing and this is what i think and and as much as people are probably gonna say i'm wrong it's again this is just more of a guess i i could be wrong i think microsoft is smart and they didn't produce that many for one so that they don't have too much sitting on store shelves there will be some but not like a ton but also, also for them to say, oh, we sold out of our initial orders. Well, how? what was the number for your initial orders? You, you know, they're not going to say, they're not going to give specifics of how many units they, they produced. I'm not saying they, they're not going to produce that much, but it's all just going to be... Taking, a, book, th- uh, taking not, a page off of Nintendo's book. Yeah, and I hear like Microsoft doesn't report actual MPD numbers anymore. Like they don't allow any... Mm-hmm. information on how many things have gotten sold like units wise so I don't know, that's what I think but but it's, uh, it's weird I have a lot of people who actually say they want to get it and I'm like oh cool what do you what do you want it for and just because it's the it's the next yeah, big thing and it's I like, mean yeah that's all that's cool that's whatever you want to do so on that note uh, Jesse what's up um, same as Bethel I played uh, Mario Mario plus Rabbids I really liked it I think what really got me was it's crazy that this is a third party game using first party Nintendo prop- <coughs> first tar- first party Nintendo characters so Ubisoft creating this game but it has a lot of you know charm to it and it's it's really cool and I've gotten a little bit farther than uh, Bethel has but I'm enjoying it especially on portable mode that's something I tend to forget sometimes that the switch can do that but when the switch does you know I remember you can do that it's cool just to have it on the side while you're doing something else and especially like something that's not as demanding as Mario plus Rabbids meaning that you can kind of stop and look away for a bit because it's all just depending on what you choose attack wise um, I'm liking it, and especially that world they build, built. And I was telling Bethel because before Bethel was playing it, I had already jumped on it, and he's like, "What do you think? What do you think of it?" And I'm like, "I like it, but this is a game that shows me, and that Nintendo does a really good job, but also Ubisoft did a really good job of the game doesn't, you know, the Switch isn't as powerful as a PS4 or an Xbox One, but it's like we said, how you use the, how the art style is, how you use your assets, and it can make something look really nice and what Ubisoft is doing and how they fill the screen and what they show I think a lot of people don't know that it's not as powerful as a PS4 Xbox One X or Xbox One due to art design mm-hmm. so I don't know to me that's what really impressed me and the game is fun too um, I ended up retiring my Xbox One I had what did you discontinue it like Microsoft has also discontinued the Xbox yeah. One yeah, I discontinued my Xbox One. It was just it's just been sitting there. And the only you asked me earlier what I used it for. And Beto said um YouTube and and Netflix. And Netflix and I not really. I used it to watch an illegal website that plays Super Dragon Ball Super. Ah, ooh, so I could right Yeah, there you go. go so I watch <laughs> so I watch those episodes when they release in Japan. I could watch it on that website. For whatever reason I can't go on that website on a PS4. 
So I was like, well, okay, I need the Xbox still plugged in so I can watch that. So I can watch Dragon Ball Super when they come out on Sunday. And then I found out, oh, my Wii U can go to that website. Okay, I'm boxing this away. I don't need it. I don't have Xbox Live Gold anymore. I don't play any games on the Xbox One. Honestly, Cuphead, it's out. We're recording this on a Thursday. It's out tomorrow. Beto said it was on Steam. I could probably play it on my Mac, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't need the Xbox One yeah. to do that. And at the same time, I kind of... I'm not in a rush to play Cuphead. Yeah. I could wait. And I know it's not going to come to the PS4, but I mean, I could wait until it drops in price. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I just it, the Xbox just kind of sits there. It's collecting dust. And I was talking to our buddy Scott, and I asked him, like, hey, dude, what do you think I should do? And he's like, well, what do you use it for? And I told him what I said right now. He's like, yeah, you just put it away. And, and I'm like, yeah, I think I'll put it away. And if there's ever anything that comes out, I'll just, I have it. So I take it down and plug it back in. But yeah, it was just, it's just sitting there. And I don't want to trade it in because I'll get like 25 bucks for it. Mm-hmm. So even though I got it for free, uh, yeah. I think, yeah. But here's the thing. Like you've said that like, oh, you've got it for free. But I think someone who got something for free, they're more inclined to enjoy it just because they got it for free. But I was always like not liking it, mm-hmm. even though I got it for free. So you feel like you got ripped off still? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I was really looking at them. There's nothing I could want. I want to play. And I played, you know, the the um, Dragon Ball Beta on there, and it's you know it, it didn't go well. And it's because that company that the people who make Guilty Gear, this will be their first Arc System Works. Arc System. There you go. This will be their first game that they've made for the xbox using that net code for the mm-hmm. internet so that's what people were thinking what was going wrong was this is something completely different that's being used on xbox one not saying that they that it doesn't work on xbox one it's that they have to kind of work around it and try to figure out you know like i guess like the net code or something i don't know i was just hearing different things on why it didn't work but even playing dragon ball fighters with the xbox controller i was like i don't like this controller like it's not horrible but I think I like the 360 controller better than Xbox One, for in my opinion. Like just the bumpers, I don't like. Yeah, the I just, there's there's something about it. I don't know. I don't know what's what. I just don't like about it. But um, yeah, I just retired it, put it in a box, I put it away. So gave me a lot of space. So it's really cool. So like I said, we're recording this on Thursday the 28th, and tomorrow's the 29th of September and that's the release of the Super NES Classic. I ended up getting my Super NES Classic today a day early from Best Buy when I ordered it. So I actually spent all day playing the Super NES Classic. That's it. Alright cool. That was nice. So good news now? Okay. (laughs) You do realize that. What? This is about as close to what Manuel had spoken of. Oh, yeah. The Super Nintendo Super. Super. But he Wi-Fi. called classic. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Does it have no Wi-Fi, Can though? you go... Uh, does it have Wi-Fi? No, it doesn't. No. Imagine, though, if it did. Oh. That would basically be it. He, they probably didn't put Wi-Fi in it because <laughs> Manuel's would fucking sue them. Yeah. But it's possible. But um, I'm liking it. It's cool. I, I plugged it in. Uh, I didn't... Well, I had an NES Classic. Gave it to, to my brother-in-law. Um, 
but this is my first time actually having one of them plugging it in and trying it. Um, I enjoy it. I think it's really cool. Um, there are some games I haven't played on Super Nintendo, like Secret of Mana, and I played it probably a couple hours ago, and that game's really fun. It's an action RPG, but how colorful it is and kind of how it starts off, I enjoy it. All, all your usual classics, Super, uh, Mario Kart, Donkey Kong Country. I, there like was something I noticed. On the Windows City. Yeah, there you go. Um, there's something I did notice, because I have a Retron. Joe has a Retron. Bethel has a Retron. I don't. I thought you did. No. Oh, okay. Raspberry Pi. Oh, Raspberry Pi. Oh, even in, uh, in including the Raspberry Pi. I noticed um, playing emulators on those. Um, there was one, uh, like a couple months ago, we played uh, Mario Kart on the Retron. Yeah. And I just remember being like, man, this, I like, I don't remember this game being hard to control. Yeah. It was but I didn't hard. even think it was a latency, right? I, I was like, because I played other games on here, and, and mm-hmm. I never feel latency. But like, but in the back of your head, you think like, no, it's not the latency. I just got to figure this out. You know, I haven't played these games for such a long time. Um. But I did feel it in other games too. But I didn't think it was that. But when I plugged in the SNES Classic and I played Mario Kart, I was like, whoa, I could do these tight turns. I wasn't able to do the tight turns you before. You can handle them curves. I can handle them curves. <laughs> um, playing certain games, I'm like, like wait, yeah. how come this feels yeah, different? It felt so hard trying to turn, yeah. like, even with and, your, like jumping and stuff. And I hear that's a thing on the Retron is the latency. Um, but it was crazy. I, I hear there's still latency on the SNES Classic, but it's not as bad as, as the Retron. But I just remember being like, we were playing Mario Kart, we were having a good time, but it was yeah, just like, yeah, fuck, man, this is hard. Played through the whole core um, mushroom course, and like nothing. Yeah. Getting first place, and I'm like, yeah, this is how I remember it when I used to play Super Nintendo at my cousin Ambar and Janice's house. Like, I remember this is how it was. But when I played them more recently, I thought, oh, shit, this is, this is harder. Maybe it's because controls have gotten better over time. But no, it was just the latency. So it's crazy to see that. Um, I played Star Fox 2, um, the ROM that ended up coming out before that, and I played the most recent one right now, and I could see certain differences in uh, that that version wasn't complete, and this one is a more complete version, uh, more like text, uh, extra extra like um, graphic stuff I noticed that was different from what I played before, uh, but yeah, just stuff like that I, I noticed like the difference and it was cool. I really I'm liking it so far. The they made you know they had, the complaint that everyone had about the controller length the cord length this one's better it's five feet it's good enough distance from where my entertainment center is to where I sit down the only sucky thing and over time it does get really shitty is having to get up to reset it you know if you want to go to another game I mean that's that's how it was when you were a kid no so no, no that's true <laughs> but. Everyone's saying this online, but no one said what I ended up trying. Because people said, oh, you can use the, the Wii Classic controller, and the home button works on on the Super NES, and you can go back home. The only shitty thing is you have to use the Classic controller instead of the cool Super Nintendo controller. And I remember thinking, while watching some of these videos, going, why don't you just plug it into the second one, and that could just be your home button. Yeah, that works. Huh. You plug in the, the classic controller on the second port, even though you're playing a one player, huh. you just hit the home button and it takes you home. So I'm just going to buy an extension cord for that classic and just have it next to me. So whenever I just want to go to the home button to go back to the main menu, we'll be solid. 
Also, the rewind feature is pretty cool, but I didn't know how it worked at first. Uh, when you reset a game and you have a suspend point that you could save, that's when you can rewind. So if something goes wrong, you just reset it. It'll have a save for that game you just played. You hit the, I think it's X when you go down to rewind it. And it gives you like, I think two minutes of chopped up time to kind of restart wherever you need to. But no, it's, it's, pre it's pretty neat that the rewind feature. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Shit. That's okay. I don't know, did you guys have questions? Uh, is there any games on there that, that you haven't tried that you want to try or that you've never played? Um, Secret Other of Mana. Star Fox. Secret of Mana. Um, Kirby's Dream Course, or that course, you know, like that oh, puzzle yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I purposely didn't play it because I want to play it with you. Okay, cool. So that's, I tried out, <laughs> yeah, sex stuff. You can play naked. Yeah. Um, I think butts. I tried everything. Yeah. yeah? I just played real quick. Like Earthbound, I've already played. <clears throat> I tried everything. Yeah, I played F Zero earlier. Uh, Secret of Mana, Final Fantasy Three, which is AKA Final Fantasy Six, which is really good. Yeah. Um. Like Link to the Past, Super Metroid. Yeah, I tried everything. I even tried. Uh, shit. That's where the latency. I remembered about it. Remember that time that Joe and we actually had it on an episode of the podcast as an intro, where Joe sucked really bad at Ghost and Goblins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he like Super Ghost and Goblins. Joe just like fucking sucked, and he kept going, "Oh, it's the it's the latency, it's the latency," and we're like, "You're a fucking liar." And it wasn't that. And it wasn't that. <laughs> no, I call bullshit. No, it was, and I was playing. Um, Super Ghosts and Goblins and getting really far and then I was thinking either Joe really sucks which I still think he does or I'm just really good <laughs> so can't be it can't be that latency though nah, <laughs> Super uh, Super Castlevania 4 I was playing that I played it before but it's just it was it's a fun game um, Super Castlevania 4? yeah that's what it's called? yeah I thought it was just called Super Castlevania yeah some people skip out the 4 oh yeah, those games always seem like really floaty to me. Like just playing the the one on Nintendo, that shit was hard. Mm -hmm. I just like I don't know. They seem they seem too hard when I was a kid. I want to try that out. I'm pretty sure they're still really hard. They're still really hard, no? Yeah, they're hard. Yeah. They're still it, stuff's still hard, but it, like what kind of helps is there's no cool. There's no more latency, you know. <laughs> uh, one question. Yeah. So what does the uh, release schedule look like for upcoming games for it? What, which one? It's all all twenty one games are already on there. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> twenty one classic not much games. Of, not Joe. much of a release. But it's, not much of a game library, if you ask me. But but Joe, it's a well, Nintendo product. People are gonna buy it. Okay. It's a cute little. Um, it's a cute little uh, paperweight. You're you're just the cool kid that didn't get it, right? Tipster. <laughs> Does it really still not interest you? Nah, not really. Why not? Because mm, I got a ritual pie. It's so much easier. You can just do a ritual pie and make Retron, it. Retron, ritual pie. Mirror. You have a retron too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just unplugged it all and threw it in the corner like he usually does. <laughs> How's his birthday present too? Unplug it, wrap it all together, put a bunch of gasoline on it, and throw it in the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, it's cool. I got to get it a day early. Some people were getting it like t 
for the 27th, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, some people got it like on Monday. Wednesday. Really? Yeah. Shit, I saw some people were getting it yeah. on Wednesday. Um, Yeah, even I, I saw it shipped and I was like, oh shit, does that mean I'm getting it Thursday? <laughs> and it did. And it was cool because I was waiting for it and I, and I saw the mail lady pull up right to my house. And yeah. I'm like, that's right. I'm like, you drop that off first before you start sending mail around. And she did. She dropped my system first <laughs> and then went around the block to deliver mail. And I'm like, that's right. You dropped that shit off first. You're like a crack addict looking out your window and shit. Yeah. I saw that it ended up getting getting delivered in town. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the post office right now and fucking ask for it. <laughs> but, uh, Can you do that? You could. Really? Yeah, I know you could, but it the information wasn't exact because it was like, wait, it's getting sent to the local post office. Doesn't mean it's there now, and I think they close at five. Yeah. But then when it, I got the official numbers this morning, it said at four forty-seven, and it didn't update me that information. So even if I went, they'd be like, "It's yeah. not here." Usually, it's like really like they'll scan <clears> it, <throat> but it's like really delayed. It's weird. How yeah, yeah. Works. So that's cool. You got it. You got you got to fucking play yeah. the day before. I know. That's. I'm kind of. I was just like, that's yeah. that's the thing for me. Like I didn't I didn't order it, but. Just that feeling of waiting is like, oh man, I want it already. Uh-huh. Just like that the day of, you know? Yeah. That's what like, like that's that's the thing. Like it's here, mm-hmm. it's on its way, but I'm wait. I need to wait a little longer. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like that. What? I <clears throat> uh, I ordered mine on on Best Buy. Oh okay. Yeah. So, but it's weird. I don't know. I I know I ordered it. I I did. I don't know. Jesse was saying that Pat or. Uh, friend Pat was um, trying to order it so to do the pickup at store, and it didn't let him. But I'm yeah, pretty I sure know, let me. I don't know if it was Best Buy or Target. Oh, I okay, want to say it was yeah. Target. Okay, because yeah, I'm pretty sure it let me, and I couldn't find. I know I bought it and I got the confirmation email saying that I got it and it charged me, but it never. But I, I never did anything with it. I just left the email there. I, I ended up deleting a bunch of emails recently, and I couldn't find that email anymore. And I was like, shit, did I order it? I'm kind of doubting myself. Mm-hmm. And then I checked my statement. And then the day that I that I was I should have bought it, there was nothing. There's no uh, charge on, on my card. And then uh, earlier today, I saw there was a charge for $86.19 for, uh, from Best Buy. I was like, what the fuck? Why are they barely charging me? Today? Yeah, it was, it was weird. So I don't know. Uh, so I'm going to go tomorrow. Like, where my shit at? Give it to me. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna join Bethel and be like, "Where's that? Yeah, that's right, that's right." Just fucking knock Give shit over. Him. Yeah, I'm gonna do. That. You look at you fucking idiots waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm enjoying the Super NES Classic and it's really yeah, cool. Pretty yeah. excited. Like, I, I was, was like, gonna, I was, I was gonna say like, you should come over and try, it, but I'm like, I think nah, you want to wait. Yeah. Shit, yeah, that's why I figured. So that's why I didn't ask. You should have fucking asked. Why the fuck? Well, we're here now. It's not gonna happen. You could, there's still time for me to go to your house and try it. There is. You wanna? No, fuck you. <laughs> Let's play that Kirby Dream Course thing. That does look fun. I'll play it at my house. Then. Not that. I won't play that. But I'll play other stuff and then I'll go to your house one of these days. Why don't you just play that? Oh, because I want to fucking. I want. I want that feeling of uh, opening it myself, touching the controller for the first time. Fuck you. <laughs> when? <laughs> 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 All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, so see you in a bit. Hello, 
Welcome back, and it's time for... News. 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 Sony Interactive Entertainment President Andrew House sees the handheld market as limited in the age of smartphones and has all but dismissed a successor to the PlayStation Vita to compete with Nintendo Switch. Speaking to Bloomberg, House explained that we have not seen handheld gaming outside of Asia as being a huge market opportunity. The Vita experience was that outside of Japan and Asia. There was not a huge demand. House continued. The lifestyle shift toward the dominance of smartphones as the single key device that is always with you was the determining factor. The upshot is the house says there are no plans to take on Nintendo's Switch, which has boomed in the first year by combining handheld and home console play. In fact, House doesn't see Nintendo Switch as a handheld in the sense that the Vita was, or as a direct competition with Sony. The Nintendo device is a hybrid device, and that's a different approach and strategy. The folks at Nintendo have their strategy, and that's great. Bloomberg reports that House hasn't yet seen signs of the Switch hurting PlayStation sales, and that its release may actually don the opposite. That draws me to the conclusion that they've really been additive to the business in the last year or so. While still receiving some report in Japan and other Asian markets, it seems as though Sony's experiments with handhelds may be over. As House puts it, we remain focused around a highly connected gaming experience and also coupled with having a great range of other entertainment experiences so you can reach multiple people on the big screen in the household. Sony was never all that great with <clears throat> marketing their handheld consoles anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it was never a big... You know, even with the Vita, which was a really, really nice... You know, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, it was a really nice Sorry, handheld. Joke, it just, um, they didn't market it. And they just, I don't know if there was, you know, <clears throat> I don't know why, why it was that they just, they never could get that down like that. A handheld. Um, mm -hmm. I do agree. I mean, but I mean, it's been for, for years though. Like phones have been, you know, um, you know, like encroaching onto like the share of what a, a traditional handheld, you know, sales for handhelds that's always going to happen but nintendo's been able to like you know kind of like make its way through and still you know make you know do pretty good business with their handhelds i just think it's just you know sony in general just not that good at it um although i, I would say that like i think like when he talks about nintendo's switch not not really affecting um playstations you know like like hurting playstations like the mm -hmm. sales and other stuff like that i feel like for a long time most of the console makers like i mean uh for the the, the console maker companies like xbox and microsoft i always looked at nintendo as more of a not so much direct competition in some aspects but more like a i, I want to say that shu yoshida once was like they they asked about nintendo and he was like we want them to do well because we feel like when Nintendo does well, they bring in the new gamers, and then eventually those new gamers will f eventually flock to 
our consoles mm-hmm. like the more adult you know for yeah. for more adults and we'll see the benefit in that so then you know i remember he was saying so he's like when nintendo does well we end up doing well and i think it's it's true you know like that you know nintendo makes consoles their consoles and their games are generally speaking for everyone and you know you get people that you know either are new to games or kids or whatever you know what what have you end up playing then eventually you know as time goes on they want something different they mature and then they end up you know it ends up they move over to like a PlayStation or an Xbox, whatever it is. Yeah. And um, so I can it's see where it's always right? been like more of a like, like they view Nintendo as that, that at, like almost like that. It's not your main purchase. They, I mean, they don't want you to look at it as your main purchase, but definitely that side purchase or the first purchase before you get their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see like where, where they come across like saying additive. Like, yeah, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think also like um, it could fall also fall into like the casual consumer who either buys an Xbox or a PlayStation, um, it is, I think, easier for them or they could see the Switch being their second console instead of an Xbox or a PlayStation being that. So they always fall into... Mm -hmm. And also, I think Nintendo makes it where, hey, we're the other console you want to own. Price points always been their thing, too. We're going to be something different than what you're getting on this system. Which is, uh, I'm seeing that from uh, our buddy Scott. He, He got a Switch. And he's digging it, yeah. He yeah. said, "Like Nintendo got me back." He's like, <laughs> the, um, "He's enjoying, <clears throat> he's enjoying um, Breath of the Wild." But also, he hit me up and said, "I hate this rolling ball puzzle. I'm fucking mad. I'm gonna stop for a while." I'm like, "Yeah, Beto <laughs> hates those too." Yeah, the motion control. Yeah, the motion control stuff. stuff thing. They just like, it does it like it. It worked for like I get it. Like it worked for me. Like I didn't have to like struggle too much but with anyone else i completely uh, get it they're not yeah. perfect the controls like go out of a sync couple of one a, a couple of them i think oh no it goes out of sync for me too i'm not i'm not trying to defend it like it just oh, doesn't it, frustrate you as it much. shouldn't i think i just like oh okay i know what's going on now now i know where you know like when it gets out of sync oh now i know it's over here so yeah i mean i know, know how to do it it's just that i hate that i have to no i completely understand way. it's you shouldn't yeah, have yeah, to yeah. do that yeah like one of them i was able to like cheat basically and like turn it flip it over and yeah, just flick it, it into yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I did <laughs> yeah but yeah with Sony's um, with the PSP and then the Vita I mean you had something where they heard all the criticisms and complaints about the PSP like the UMD not having a second analog stick and so then they end up fixing those things going into the Vita having you know cartridges a second analog stick but then they still have these other problems it having a proprietary memory card so these are expensive memory cards um i honestly thought when the vita came out and they were doing those little mini memory cards i thought they were gonna scrap it like two years later and have like a built-in memory and so this could be like a great portable but they never did that no one's ever really done that handheld wise you know it's always a limited amount and then you can always get some sort of memory card yeah. especially for handhelds um to boost it i just never understood why not just give you like a 500 gig built in yeah the price is the price will go up but i think as a handheld what i was liking about my vita was i would just get download stuff so everything's there i don't have to worry about carrying cartridges but it always just seems like they always go opposite so there they fixed a few things but then had more problems with the proprietary memory card and you know the the touchback touchscreen was a cool idea when it was forced, it wasn't fun, and then no one could figure out how else to use it, so it would be unused. Like, it just wouldn't, there would be nothing used on it, 
and you know the front touchscreen had it but then over time people just ignored it um and i think it comes down to also games they had great games but when you're competing at that time with 3ds with what nintendo has you have to come out guns blazing and they kind of did you know they had an uncharted they had like ports of games they had a, a really good um, the good indie community kind of like oh if you buy it on your ps4 or ps3 you get the ps vita copy but yeah it just like i think you're right joe it's just marketing just wasn't there i just i think too many things were were against it and i also think if you got and again vita was one i got for free too um but if I knew, if I know what I knew then, or sorry, what I know now, if I knew it back then, I literally could have just had that Vita, never bought anything, and everything I've purchased for it, except for Persona 4 Golden, was free as PlayStation Plus. Like, I would have gotten Uncharted for free. I think I think the Metal Gear ones were for free. Uh, Killzone, Gravity, I think Gravity Rush was free. Now I'm, I think everything that you wanted, like the games, like oh, you should get these for Vita, were free. ended up free. But you'd never know that. No, you never. Yeah, you never know that. But and I'm not saying that's something that was against them. But even then, like, hey, you can get all these great games on Vita. But even that didn't help it for free. Like Nintendo doesn't do that for 3DS, but Sony did, but still didn't help. But I don't, again, I don't even think they were trying to market that either. Better. I don't know what a Vita is. What is that? Um, you guys are talking about but shit. I know PSP. PSP. The Screen Actors Guild, America Federation of Television and Radio Artists, has announced the video game voice actor strike will come to an end. After running for nearly a year, the strike against 11 video game companies has reached a tentative agreement, which will provide performers with a new bonus structure in the form of additional payment. The bonuses are based on sessions worked, starting with 75 for the first session and uh, occurring to 2,100 after 10 sessions. The bonus must be paid on or before the game is released. This appears to be a different arrangement to the revenue-based payments some developers agreed to back in May. Chief Contract Officer Ray Rodriguez says the new terms are beneficial for voice actors due to the increased transparency in contracts. He explains that the companies will now need to disclose more information about projects such as code names, genres, and if any sexual or violent content is featured. Including in the contract is also a requirement for employees to commit to working with SAG-AFTRA further on vocal stress issues. There have also been several omissions of management proposals which include fines for late or distracted performers. The National Board will review the new contract at its upcoming meeting in October. Um, as long, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I mean, as long as everyone agrees to it and everyone seems to be, and I'm sure there, there will always be people that don't agree, but if the overwhelming majority agree to this, then good. Get and let them, you know. I hear like everyone's basically kind of meeting in the middle. Yeah. Like it's, Which is good. It's I mean, not, you know, compromise yeah. it should be. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good, you know, like, you know, it's almost going to be a year, but they were able to get you know some talks and that's what you have to do you know mm-hmm. so yeah i'm all of them i forgot about that I'm all for it. did you really yeah. well it's been a long time yeah yeah i remember we were talking about it the first time I yeah completely forgot that it, it was still going yeah but yeah joe's right it's good that <clears throat> yeah they at least agreed on something and, and we're able to continue 
Maybe it'll be the start of them. Hopefully getting like a better contract for it. I mean, I'm pretty sure that there's there's some people that are happy some people aren't. aren't. Mm-hmm. But that's cool that they agreed on this. Like maybe in the future they'll they'll be somewhat of a better deal for for the actors. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that yeah, like I said, the not everybody's happy and like even on both sides either too. So mm-hmm. it'll be some reworking of a contract stuff. The recent discovered NES emulator hidden in every Nintendo Switch console actually serves as an incredible tribute to Satoru Iwata. As detailed on the Switch Brew Wiki, Switch hacker Yellow8 discovered the official way to unlock the emulator and a modified copy of the 1984 NES Golf, which can only be done on July 11th, the same day the fourth president and CEO of Nintendo passed away in 2015. The loaded data originates from network time sync time, regardless of whether the user has it enabled or not. Yellow 8 explained, meaning that if your console has ever been connected to the internet, the emulator knows the correct date and time and can't be unlocked by manually changing the system date to July 11th. Switch owners who have not yet connected their console to the internet have been able to access the emulator and share video footage. The motion to unlock the game appears to be the same direct hand motion Awada made during each Nintendo Direct. Additionally, a voice clip of Awada can be heard when the game launches. As previously reported, the hidden NES emulator runs on a modified version of NES Golf that supports Joy-Con motion controls, allowing the player to swing by holding L or R and making a physical swing motion. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like that's pretty cool to kind of leave yeah. like a like a, a memory or something of of him in the console that he helped kind of make and the mm. company that he's helped and games he's worked on. That was one uh, that NES Golf was he uh, he coded it. Oh, okay. So that's why they chose that one. But that's pretty neat. It's pretty neat and I guess like damn, everyone's going to be unlocking it. On July 11th, the next July 11th that comes along. Huh. Is it what a certain time that you got? I didn't. I don't think so. I think it's, it's just any time on July 11th. But it's only that, that day. day. Yeah, like, yeah. It'll only be that day, and that's it. That's when he passed away. Oh, yeah, and right. I guess in Japan yeah. they kind of not. I don't know if it's the word celebrate, but like it's the it's the time of death or it's the day of the death because it's kind of like to make it. Like to honor it or something. Yeah. Uh, kind of like the Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. Not to mourn the death, but more yeah. to celebrate the life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's cool. And then yeah. you do the direct and you hands go, and, and stuff. you go, please understand. See, that's I, what you okay, say, right? I didn't know there was a voice clip of him. Oh, that's, that's it. That's kind of <laughs> that's kind of freaky. Don't you think? I didn't know there was yeah. a voice clip. I heard that you can do the motion thing yeah, and then yeah, the yeah. game would start up. But now they're saying there's a voice clip of, of him. Does like, anybody know what it is? Or I don't know. I I just I guess I'll YouTube it and check the video, see yeah. what he says. Yeah. And you know, but um. Yeah, it's a nice little tribute for him. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really cool. He did a lot for Nintendo and games in general. Yeah, like I remember seeing that. Was it Digital you know Gaming? Like, yeah. Just all the stuff that he that he coded. Yeah. Like I had no idea how much how much game how many games he actually coded. Like oh, there was a Pokemon had trouble, so he's like you know, Smash Brothers had trouble, so <laughs> I'm fucking helping code. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He didn't even have to do that. He just no. he, he wanted that game to come on be be good. Hey, the code that you used for the Game Boy Pokemon, I was able to move it over to the 64, so you guys can use it. Like he he just all yeah. the all the stuff he ended up doing. That's crazy. Yeah. He did a lot. It's, oh it's yeah. I, I still remember it. Shit, when he passed away. Yeah. I was in San Diego, yeah, Comic Con, yeah. and I found out when. How's that work? Hanging out with my cousin Janice. 
And I remember we we're in the we we're in the trolley going back home, and then I was like, "Oh shit, it's Toriwata Day." Yeah. She's like, "What?" And it was weird because we had just come back from the Nintendo Lounge. Oh yeah. Yeah. We had just that was the last thing we did was Nintendo Lounge, and then we jammed on the trolley, and then that's crazy. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Welcome back. And this week, what I wanted to talk about was, um, since we're recording this on a Thursday, Rockstar ended up showing their trailer for the new Red Dead Redemption 2, their second trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2. And I know Bethel hasn't seen it. Joe, have you? Joe's name. I haven't seen it yet. No? All right. Get your TV ready so we can watch it. And I want to find out what you guys think. Um, for everyone at, uh, <clears throat> for everyone listening, I think this is like a third thing that we've done in a row where we're playing something. <laughs> so yeah. if you don't like this, let me know. But uh, right. get it's, your it's fun, though. yeah. I Hopefully think you guys fun. like it. Hopefully you like it. If not, let me know. Honestly, like, and you know who I'm talking to. Let me know if you don't like when we do this. But if you're at home, go on YouTube. Go to Rockstar Games so you can officially give them views for their video. But look for the Red Dead Redemption 2 video, and we're going to play it, and I'll let you know when we hit play. Rockstar Games, yeah. <clears throat> All right, that hit play me. right. And the game, start now. Now. Horses. It's pretty. It is nice. There's a horse. There's a man on a horse. Damn, that looks really hey. nice. Mm-hmm. You're a wanted man, Mr. Morgan. Mr. Morgan. Maybe when your mother's finished mourning your father, I'll keep her in black on your behalf. We got lawmen in three different states after us. They chased us from the west, they chased us over the mountains. Spring 2018. His Ooh. name, Mr. Morgan. So, um, first opinions on you guys. What do you think? Um, looks cool. Looks really, really nice. Joe, I uh, put it in my uh, pre-order cart, but uh, you know, I don't. Want yeah, it. I probably won't. Yeah, you know, <laughs> spring 2018. I mean, between then and that, 
you know, there'll probably be like a million different um, Western style sandbox games. So, yeah, if I have time, I'll play it. No, it looks really, really nice. It looks good. And, um, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, you know, it was a good little, it was a hype. It wasn't like over the top hyping yeah, it, like yeah. everything. It was like kind of understated. Just like, hey, it's Red Dead Redemption. Um, look good. I mean, I was really impressed with how the, the, um, like the environments were looking and like mm-hmm. that panned out shot of the, like the entire, like that, that area was like really, really nice. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It looks nice. <clears throat> um, I wonder if there's going to be actual alligators in it. Cause you see those alligators attacking. Well, that's what I was thinking is like, remember yeah. last time, like a cougars can just attack you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure alligators can depending on where you are. You yeah. Know? Cause I remember, Oh dude, I got so scared one day I was playing the uh, red dead on, on Xbox 360 and I, I was moving around the camera, and then I had a camera facing John Marsden's face, and then when I turned back around, there was a giant bear just attacked me, jumped <laughs> up. I, I jumped up and threw my remote because I got so scared. Yeah. Like, I had no idea that there was bears in the game. So, um, that, that that's that's pretty cool. I want to see some, some alligators attack you. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, I saw somebody with a bow and arrow. I'm, I'm hoping you can use them because that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More, more items you can use. Um... I thought it was cool, like, compared to, like, Red Dead on 360 and PS3, you you see so many different environments. Snow, landscape environments, just, it showed more dynamic areas, like swamp areas, like, they had swamp areas in, in the other Red Dead, but it just, I liked how they just showed all these different set pieces for everything in the game. Um, so, the, it looks like the main protagonist, your main, um, the main player's character's name is Mr. Morgan. And I think it was Dutch, or it was a character in that game. Um, he's a character later on that John Marston ends up helping. So this does look like it's a prequel. prequel so yeah. it looks like it, it's one of the yeah, guys in the group. So I, yeah, I yeah. saw that that uh, that guy. I'm like, oh, that guy looks familiar. You sounded familiar too. So. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's pretty cool. We'll probably see like a young John Marston. You know, you probably interact with him, but like you're playing someone else different. And in a way, I thought, like, yeah, that's Rockstar's thing. Is I thought it was going to be, like, young John Marston, that's who you're playing. Yeah. But then when this started and I saw it was the Morgan guy, at first I was kind of like, oh, I wanted it to be young John Marston. But then I thought, no, it's, yeah. it's fucking Rockstar. They do whatever They'll they want. But what they want to do is something that you want. Yeah. So it's really cool. I don't know. This character, I don't know. Some of the dialogue that's in it, um, it just it reminds me of how much I love Westerns in general. Yeah. So... It looks cool. I think it looks really cool. Um, the female lead, real quick, that stabs the dude in the, in the hand and stuff. Uh, she looks like she might be someone completely different than the other female character that was in Red Dead. More of a, uh, hopefully, someone who's uh, like a partner, you know? What's the best Western? Movie? To me, personally? No, the hotels. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, he didn't get it. The hotels. There's... Hotel's best restaurant. Best restaurant. Best restaurant. Best restaurant. No, but what's the, what's your favorite western? What's my favorite western? I haven't <sighs> seen a lot of it. I, it's there's so, like so many that I want to watch. Them. It's so like, it's easy to say any of the Sergio Sergio Leone movies with Clint Eastwood. I've only seen a fistful um, dollars. I remember watching all of all the ones he's done with Clint Eastwood, and then when it was the Dutch the good, the bad, and the ugly, oh, yeah. I was right away. I was very offish about it because I'm like oh everyone talks about how fucking awesome this movie is 
But like the other ones I watched were awesome. There's no way it could be better than these movies. Fucking the good and bad of the ugly is good for a reason. <laughs> like they, I really I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. Um they, yeah, he did that that's a good one. Good, bad, like ugly. Um I haven't seen no, a lot, so my favorite one no. is that three ten of Yuma. <laughs> three ten of Yuma. Um It's really good though. Ben Foster's in it, so no. Not oh, for me. Oh. You don't, uh, like ben, you don't like Ben Foster? Cowboy, my, my favorite's like Cowboys and, and Aliens. How come you don't like Ben uh, Foster? No, I like him. He's cool. He overacts. Mm. But he's not I mean, bad. It, yeah. He does overact, but you know, he's he's good. He's good for the roles he's in. Um, Tombstone's a really good one, too. Uh, Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Chokeslam's really good. Uh, Back to Future 3. Back to the Future 3 is a fucking dope western. Unforgiven. Unforgiven is good of, too, yeah. End of, end of conversation. Okay. All your other picks suck. Really? Nah, I'm just kidding. Oh. But Unforgiven is really good. No, it, it is, yeah. It's uh, an aging cowboy comes back to help out someone. It's got him, it's got uh, Clint Eastwood and uh, Gene Hackman, I believe. Gene Hackman plays yeah. a pretty damn good bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Okay, so it said spring 2018. Is Rockstar going to hit the springtime? It seems too early. I feel like it's, it's yeah, the, I don't know. It seems too early for them to, to actually. What does spring, like, what is that time frame? What is uh, spring? March, March through April, I think. March through June. Because I think if I remember correctly, when, when they did Red Dead, it was May, right? April, no. I think it was. Or did it get delayed to some? I don't know. You can look it up. So May 18th. I think it, them having another May release would be great because they sold a shit ton during that time. I, I don't know. It's Rockstar. I think they'll sell a shit ton. Oh, easy. Yeah. Remember. No, they'll they'll do it whenever they want. Hey, it's coming out. New Year's Day. <laughs> it's coming out tomorrow. But yeah. Uh, I have a feeling that they'll say it. They probably won't even give a date and they'll just delay it till. The fall. Winter, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's just my feeling because they always delay shit. But then what if they're like, yeah, you think, motherfucker, you, you think we're going to delay it, huh? Nah. Coming out March 1st. Uh-huh. Nah. We're fucking canceling it. <laughs> I mean, technically, they don't have to. We don't need this shit. We're out. making a billion dollars with <laughs> GTA 5. They, well, GTA Online, they still, they're still like, Micro tried, they're always in the top five, dude. Mm-hmm. Always in the top it's five. Still being sold at full retail I, price. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it at a store, and I was just like, I should just buy it because it's the top five. What? Buy it again. I think it was like thirty bucks last week. Yeah, it's yeah. thirty bucks. So um, we're just gonna decide to fold in the entire um, Red Dead Redemption two into um, GTA Online and just put all of it in the in that like what is it supposed to be that one area that's all like like. Uh, it's like Baker's. <laughs> I was gonna say like something like real like. Oh, okay, like really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? Like a, yeah, like a really mi- middle of the. Yeah, that one. Like yeah. I forget what it's called. Do, that. You, do you think they're gonna like they'll do a Red Dead online? I don't think so. No. Nah, my personal thought that is no. But will they have online features? No, but you'll get Undead they Nightmare had, Two. They had online features on Red Dead. Undead Nightmare Two. Red Dead Redemption had it. I play that. That undead Nightmare 2 That's all Red, I'm saying that, Red, The only thing we're gonna get Is Undead Nightmare Red 2 Red Dead Redemption Had online What if they do Red Dead in space <gasps> That'd be amazing 
Like Jason X? Yeah. Holy shit. Does that mean we'll get wow. undead nightmare in space? Yeah. All right. Well, with the release of the Super NES Classic this week, I kind of wanted to bring up what everyone talks about. We've talked about it here on the, the podcast, but everyone assumes that there will be an N64 Classic edition. So, I thought, all of us together right here, what has to go in the NES, the N64 Classic Edition, if they do release it. What has to be on there? Conker's bad for a day. They can't. Rare owns it. And Microsoft owns Rare now. Kobe Bryant and NBA courtside. Stop it. Take this serious, guys. Super Mario 64? Duh. All right. Mario Kart 64? Duh. All right. So we got Mario 64. Mario Kart 64. Super Smash Bros. Smash Brothers. Mario Prior, Pro, Mario Party 3? I would say do I would You'd put say you all three. three. Yeah. I'd do all three Mario Parties. I don't know that many. I mean, GoldenEye, but that's going to be fucking... Hold on. With the GoldenEye. Don't touch it. Uh, both Legend of Zelda's. We'd, you'd have to have Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Perfect Dark. That's rare too, dude. Microsoft owns it. it. So we got that. Ocarina of Time. Majora's Mask. Donkey Kong 64. Would have to be on there. That's another one. 1080. Beto's favorite game. Delete my fucking <laughs> high score. Wave Race would have to be on there too. Pilot Wing 64. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Pilot Wings. Pilot Wings 64. Isn't there a Yoshi game or no? There's Yoshi's story, but does that really need to be on there? We'll throw it on there. Yoshi's story. Then we got Kirby 64. Kirby 64 would be on there too. So no, right now we have. I'm starting to realize how like <clears throat> how shitty Land 64 yeah, was. Yeah, as far as a lot of big releases, there wasn't a lot of shit. Well, okay, so we have Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Smash Brothers, Mario Party 1, 2, and 3. Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Donkey Kong 64, 1080, Wave Race, Pilot Wings, Yoshi Story, Kirby 64. So we already have 14 games. WWE No Mercy. You couldn't have that on there. Why not? You can't have it because licensed people, all that stuff, they, they wouldn't allow it. And it's not called WWF anymore. Wasn't it WWF back then? WWE, WWE. I said whatever. You can, yeah, it can still happen. It's, like, it's like saying you, a Konami game is it's a Konami game, but it's licensed and they can do it. So why couldn't wait? They Konami did that game. Konami's Castlevania, right? No, I'm uh, saying Konami. Like THQ. they did that. So like, why couldn't THQ? Wait, what are you talking about? Konami? I'm starting to get confused. No, well, you're saying Castlevania. Like, why can't? Yeah, Castlevania. Those games aren't Nintendo. No, no, no. I'm talking about. You're talking about uh, a game, a wrestling game with characters with real life people. Yeah, those characters are owned by WWE Entertainment. Yeah. But there's no way it would be on there. I would want a wrestling game on there, but it's not gonna happen. We have to be realistic. Fire pro wrestling. He's being, he's being negative right now. Yeah. Um. Well, so the N64. Oh, Star Fox 64. Duh. Oh yeah. Star Fox 64. Did uh. Pretty much every game that has 64 on it. Yeah. Just put it on there. Madden 64. 
Star Fox. Yeah, Fox Quarterback Club. That was pretty cool. I, I, I think that's it, the game where you just kind of have like a NFL combine kind of thing where you yeah. Yeah. throw the balls at the targets and stuff. You couldn't cool. have Banjo-Kazooie. Um, Diddy Kong Racing? Hmm. Yeah. Or we already have Mario Kart, yeah, so no. Yeah, a racing game right. already. Okay. Bethel wants this on there. Pokemon Snap. There you go. <laughs> Pokemon Snap. Uh, you know what? It would happen, though, because Nintendo would be like, come on. And they'd be like, all right. But you couldn't do any... I don't think you could do any of the Pokemon Stadium, Stadium games because you need to have the transfer pack to be able to transfer your characters. I mean, yeah, you can rent the characters, but the big main focus on that was being able to use the characters that you built in the game to, to fight, use to fight. Um, okay, what do you guys think? Could these be added on there? Star Wars Rogue One or Shadow of the Empire or no? Do you think no because it's licensed, like Disney, Disney has a license? Yeah, they won't. No? Why would you ask that? I'm just asking. I asked you guys first. Yeah, I know. So that's why I said, why would you ask that? F-Zero. F-Zero X. Shadow of Colossus was fun, though. Is that no? It's <laughs> fun. Yeah, yeah, Shadow of Colossus put that on there. Uh, what was the name of that? Shadow of the Empire. Shadow of the Empire. I hear that the game doesn't age well, though. No? No. I remember, uh, is that the one that had kind of like a... a motorcycle racing thing i think so yeah before pod racing uh-huh yeah okay i heard the castlevania games weren't that good on 64 except for the second one was pretty good but not great mm -hmm. would they put that second one on the 64 just because they've had a castlevania for nes classic and they had a castlevania for a super nes classic do you think they throw that in there because it's Kind of like a theme. There's a Castlevania in each one. I don't think so. So no Castlevania in this. I don't think um, so. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, who made Ogre, Ogre Battle '64? I, I was about to say uh, that. Uh, Ogre Battle '64. I never played it. I just remember hearing uh, Cody talking about it. Yeah. Ogre Battle. I say yes to Star Wars Episode One Racer. No. There's no way. How can How can you say yes to the Pod Racer? Instead of on on Rogue Squadron or uh, Shadows of the Empire. Again, Shadows of the Empire is not that good. It's my favorite part of the of the original of that movie in the original episode uh, episode one. It was developed by Quest. I think Ogre Battle would. I think Ogre Battle. I will put Ogre Battle on there for Cody. Excite <laughs> Bike sixty four. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I have that game and it's kind of hard. Turok. Is it? No, no Turok. Why? It wouldn't happen. Was that Konami, no? You no, know, that's, uh, isn't it THQ? Oh, I think, yeah, yeah. Who owns that license? I don't think anyone owns that license anymore. Paper Mario. Oh, Paper Mario. Joe in with the bomb. Paper Mario. Mario Golf. Mario Golf. Yeah, they need to fill it. Yeah. Mario, Mario Tennis. Golf. Is there a tennis on there? I don't know. Can you check, Joe? I remember it was in the, I don't in the think GameCube. So. Mario so, Golf. Mario. Check it. No, I think. Was there tennis? Shit. Now I need to know. I need to know. I need to know. Tell me, baby girl, because I need to know. Hey, you, Pikachu. Huh? No, there's no way you can do that because you wouldn't have the microphone. Yeah, there was. Mario Tennis was for the 64. What? So I was just looking up. Uh, oh, what? Okay. I was looking up 
Left Field Productions, they made uh, the Kobe Bryant uh, NBA courtside game. Mm-hmm. Uh, left Productions made Excite Bike 64. But uh, it said uh, Left Field Productions is an independent video game pro- uh, development studio located in Ventura, California. Oh. Yeah. <gasps> I think they... W- okay. Oh, man. You're bringing that up. They made... I think they made... They couldn't get the license from Nintendo. It could have been the same company. They did a bike game for the Wii. But they couldn't get... Even though I think, if I'm correct, they worked on the 64 version of Excite Bike. They made uh, they made another bike game for the Nintendo Wii. Nintendo wasn't didn't want to call it Excite Bike. Nitro Bike? Nitro, yes. Nitro Bike? Really? Did they work on that? Yeah. Okay. All right. No joke. When I used to work at GameStop... One of the guys who worked on that game came into our store to pre-order 20 copies. Whoa. Because he pre-ordered 20 copies, we ended up getting like a lot of copies when it released. Mm-hmm. When he came to pick them up, he said, yeah, reviews aren't that kind to us right now. And I just remember being like, yeah, Nintendo just didn't want to give us the Excite Bike name. And I'm like, here's your 20 games. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess because he got them for like friends and family and maybe coworkers is, are my, is my guess. But I remember when he came to pre-order it and I remember being like, Oh hell yeah, 20 pre-orders mm-hmm. not knowing. I don't know if he told me at that time or later on, he told me when he went to go pick it up. But he, I remember him. I still remember that voice he had and that just disappointment where he's like, yeah, reviews aren't that nice to us right now. And I'm like, Ugh, that sucks. Okay, so is there any other games you guys can think of or no? Okay, so again, we'll go through the the list again. Mario Party 1, Mario Port, wait. Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Super Smash Brothers, Mario Party 1, 2, and 3, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Donkey Kong 64, 1080, Wave Race, Pilot Wings, Yoshi's Story, Kirby 64, Star Fox 64, Pokemon Snap, F-Zero X, Ogre Battle, Excite Bike 64, Paper Mario, Mario Golf, and Mario Tennis. That's 22 games. The Super NES Classic is 21 games. What? Okay. I was talking to this with Bethel earlier. Their big selling point with the NES Classic was, oh, this is the NES Classic. So people wanted it because, oh, dude, it's the old NES. Super NES Classic, it's the same thing, but the also the added on, like, what makes it exciting is to get this unreleased Star Fox 64 game. What is the game they put in the N64 Classic to make it, like, you gotta get it? And I think, Bethel, you already know what I was going to say, so you can say it. GoldenEye? GoldenEye. If they can get GoldenEye... Yes, it was made by Rare, but Rare doesn't own it. Microsoft doesn't own it. If Nintendo could put the money behind getting that license, being able to pay what they can, I don't know, even if it's possible, it probably isn't. I think that would be the game to get everyone excited. What do you think, Joe? Uh, I, just, I was going to say, I really don't feel like there's any game that you could really... I mean, yes... It, it, I guess GoldenEye is as good as any game, but I mean, really, when we're going over the game, the only really the only reason I say like GoldenEye 
is is I think GoldenEye is okay. I don't think GoldenEye stands the test of time. But you tell that to somebody, you tell them that GoldenEye isn't that good, and they're ready to kill you. Yeah, they're ready to say like, no, it's the best thing ever, and it's just like you've gotten used to how first-person shooters are now. I think you would have a hard time to go back. Some people don't. Some people still have that nostalgia and they still have it burned into their memory of how to control the game. But I don't think um, GoldenEye stands the test of time. I just say to add it on there because how much everyone loves it. But I think it's a great way to show it to everybody that it's not that great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you could put it on there. Yeah, I don't think it would be a good idea either. I don't think it holds up. Um, but you could put it on there because it could be... Oh, I think that's one of the what the most successful first-person shooting on, shooter on a console. It was kind of like the first one, because back in the day, if you if you remember, like back in the '90s, when you talked about shooters, first-person shooters, it was all PC. it was all PC. Yeah, this was kind of like the first one to kind of be like, "No, this is a great shooter on consoles." You yeah, know? and I think it was it was Halo that really refined the controls for a console shooter. Yeah, I would agree on that. <laughs> So, we have our list. Maybe Goldeneye. Joe, you don't think it would happen, which I'd I'd agree. If I had to think of a second game, this is a game... This is a game that never came out in America. But you you could port it over because it was already translated in English and had English voice acting in it. They did end up putting it in the Wii Virtual Console and the Wii U Virtual Console for 64, so you can play it now. So it has become available for in North America as a download. Jeff, where's Gemini? No. Wait. Sin and Punishment. Yeah, there it is. that's what it was. Now, if anyone who's not familiar with Sin and Punishment, Sin and Punishment is kind of like a... Is that like a rail shooter? What kind of game is it, Joe? What do you think? Yeah, it's pretty much a rail shooter. I mean, you can move the character... Left to right and do some stuff like that. Um, I mean, you have access to some movement, but it's more or less kind of like a rail shooter. Mm-hmm. But see, that's the thing. Like, I thought Sin and Punishment, but I don't think that grabs you. No, As much as Star Fox 2 never released, yeah. that grabs people. So that's why I say GoldenEye, because I think GoldenEye would grab people and people would be like, holy shit, they did it. They got something on here that I want. Not, not me personally, but like people, you know, like yeah. people... Went into like tomorrow when this when the N six or when the when the Super NES Classic comes out tomorrow, people are gonna see it on a shelf and be like, "Oh, Super NES, what? Star Fox two? What? Never released? You know?" But um, that's eye catching. I think Goldeneye would be eye catching if they did a sixty four one, but I think so too. I feel like. When you think of the N64, one of the first games that you think of is GoldenEye. In Mario 64. Hmm. But what do you think of this lineup, though? The games that we had to choose. What's that again? Like, what do you think of this this lineup of, like, the games we had to choose? uh, I feel, honestly, I feel like it's too many games. Yeah, actually, I was gonna say it was probably gonna be. It was probably. I would. I would think that depending on how much memory they want to use, it probably only be like ten or fifteen games. Yeah. 10 or 15? Yeah. There's no does, way. Does the 64 take up a lot of memory? Yeah. A lot more than than um, which, which it would be used to. All right. Well, I'm taking out Excite Bike. 32 times more, right? Then it's 16. Then it's 64. Yoshi's Story can go. So Excite Bike and Yoshi's Story, get it out of here. 
pilot wings get it out of here. I'm gonna leave 1080 for Bethel. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good one. No, yeah, and no, Wave no. Race too. Wave it was, we had dope. fun playing it, remember? Yeah, Wave Race is dope. Yeah, um, I'm not saying any crap about Wave Race, but that's what Race. we think would probably be in an N64 Classic Edition. But do we actually think it's gonna come out? Yes. Joe? Probably. <laughs> I think okay. it will. Beto's a yes. Joe's a probably. I'm a no. Bet something just to make it fun. Okay, what do you want to bet? You gotta lick uh, the dog's bowl. Oh, come on. <laughs> really? <laughs> just dinner or something. A burrito or nah, something. Nah, let's do something. What can we do? Uh, hey, hey, just real quick. Uh, Mario 64 was 8 megabits or 8 megabytes um, when it released. Uh-huh. Which 64? nowadays, like, yeah, more 64. Which nowadays no, it's like, is it's like not nothing. Huh? It's not 64. No. Wait, 8 megabytes was a memory card uh, in PS2? Think about, like, now consider how big something a game like Super Mario World or something like that is. We're still talking, like, fucking kilobytes. Like, uh, you know, it's they're small. It's mm-hmm. So, depending on how much memory, you know, I guess it just really boils down to how much memory Nintendo would want to spend on an N64 classic. Uh, I would still say it would be like 15 games is probably where all I'm saying is I don't think it's going to happen because to play those games it needs to be four controllers but at the same time that little 64 mini wouldn't be mini it would have to fit those they're going to use the same plugins they've been using for uh, NES and Super NES it's it's, it's, the size of it oh yeah it wouldn't fit four of them it wouldn't fit four of them you gotta make it regular size no, yeah, I look. I, I have ones. a 64, and it's the the circle, the Almost plugin. The unless they go with a different plugin, but Nintendo's Nintendo likes to recycle stuff they've already made. Yeah. They would have to make new smaller plugs yeah. for a 64. They, they don't want to do that. They want that proprietary. They, yeah, there you go. Like they want to be able to. I think that's what I think. And I think you'd have to package it with all four because you, you're not gonna want to play smash brothers with just two people It'd be more expensive too. that's what i'm saying i think if anything they already what it was 60 bucks for nes classic yeah and then this 80, one is 80 this like would be 110 yeah. i'd say 120 if they did it yeah i'd say you have to throw in four controllers i don't think it's gonna happen joe's like a maybe bethel's like a yes so, so a definite yes so would you get it okay how about this wait but then what happens to joe because he's he a dies. maybe <laughs> <laughs> no, what, okay, what, what, what's, is it like the main punishment is for the one who's wrong, but what about the middle person? Okay, how about this? Whoever the winner is, uh, the person who wins, the person who, it's basically either going to be me. Who's right, yeah. It's either going to be me or Bethel. <laughs> That person has to pay 80% of the cost of an N64 Classic for that person who won. And the other person has to do 20 because they're in the middle. Do you get what I'm saying? So, oh, like, so if okay, I win, you got to pay 80? If you win, yeah, I pay 80% of what it costs. Joe has to pay 20 but what if you win if it doesn't come out? What happened? What, what if you Why win should if I have to pay out? either way? Uh, what the fuck? I take me out to dinner and you pay eighty percent of what my dinner costs. <laughs> <laughs> and you, and you please right, twenty. Why is that good? Pay anything? Because you were a maybe. You you, you yeah. couldn't decide yeah, one yeah, or the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I was kind of just chilling back. You yeah, you're the you, ones that were no, like, you, no, you, you got hey, yes yeah. or no, no fucking. In yeah, between. don't don't bitch out. That's what you get. You can't change your mind now. Yeah, twenty percent, no matter what. Twenty percent. 
of whatever. <laughs> it's good. Do you like it? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. All right. So when will we find out? When did they announce it? Like around summertime, right? So we'll find out around summertime if they're going to do a 64 one. <gasps> it's episode 120. Is going to cost 120 bucks. If it does? I think oh, it will. Oh, it's an omen. All right, well, that's going to be it for this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a three. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Esparza. And... Sleepy Eyes, Joe Ramirez. And we could have made it to the end of the episode without Joe trying to fall asleep. But we kind of get the job done later. Late. Bye. You're looking over here to see if I was on my phone. Are you douchebag? Come get this girl. She's to be like, <laughs> look, he is too. Oh, she's a fat bitch. She's a fat bitch with a fat. Mm, I'm a fat bitch. <laughs> she looks so scared. Jess, come chill with us. Come play with us. What? Whoa. What'd you do? I thought you fell. Broke your phone. Wow. Come chill. Your says what's your what's your shirt say? In the mood to chill. In, what the fuck? In the mood. It says in the mood to chill, and you don't yeah. want to chill. Come on, chill. Sit right here. Uh, All right. No, you can watch us do our thing. Yeah. Oh, you can right, sit next to your pets. husband. I get it. That's cool. Sit. Oh, smack his ass. Mmm. Mmm. All the way in there. Does she smack your ass a lot, Joe? She does. Yeah. You like it, huh? I do. She finger your butt a lot. Oh. classic and just have it next to me so whenever i just want to go to the home button to go back to the main menu we'll be solid can you shut up please we're recording